Today we're going to talk about debt to income ratio for your mortgage, how to calculate it and how it can affect your mortgage approval. And we're getting started right now. Hey, what's going on? I'm Emmett Dempsey, mortgage advisor with Geneva Financial here in beautiful Portland, Florida, and welcome to another mortgage and home buying tip. If this is your first time here and you want to learn more about mortgages or the home buying process in general, go ahead and subscribe to my channel and ring that bell so you don't miss anything. Okay, the debt to income ratio for your mortgage. Uh, I'd say that this calculation is probably the most important uh, thing that I do as a loan originator to know exactly uh, how much home you, you get qualified for or even whether you qualify at all for a home loan. Uh, so I'm going to go into exactly uh, the things we use in the calculation on the debt side, on the income side. Um, so getting knowing exactly what those things are uh, and the things that we include and don't include are very, very important. Um, so first, as a general rule of thumb, you know, uh, 50% is basically the, the usually the maximum. I can go a little bit uh, above 50 uh, when we talk about debt to income ratios as far as the maximum. But let's go ahead and talk about what we include in, in debts. Um, as far as what we do include in debts, basically you know, your car payments uh, and your revolving credit card accounts. Um, usually on, on your actual trade lines, that would that we count. Uh, we don't count uh, utility bills or anything of that nature. Usually what's on your credit report, uh, namely your, your car payments and your uh, revolving credit card bills. Um, also, as, as far as uh, if you pay child support or alimony or you're obligated to pay payments you know, or, or back taxes of that nature, anything that you have to uh, pay for three years or more with including your debt to income ratio. Uh, also, uh, there's some special things that we have to include, and that really depends on the loan type. And I did a FHA versus conventional video. You can find it here uh, in the info card here to check it out. But uh, basically, student loans and collections. Um, student loans usually I have to include, usually include a one percent payment uh, if you're on an income-based repayment plan, or I'll use the fully amortized payment. But if you have deferred student loans, you can no longer ignore them. They have to have a payment calculated for them. So FHA, it's mandatory 1% no matter income-based repayment. Conventional loans allows you to use zero if, in fact, you are paying zero. Um, FHA has a, a guideline for collections. If you have more than $2,000 in collections, I have to count a 5% payment uh, for that. So basically, you out of all your collections that are, are bad collections, you can't just ignore those either. So that can hurt your debt to income. It can lower the amount of house that you can buy. Okay, so uh, let's talk about the income side. You know, uh, usable income is, is, is uh, a, a key factor. You know, usually there's, there's your base pay or it's bonus and commission. So when I talk to you, I'm going to really drill down and say, how, in fact, are you getting paid? Well, I get paid X per month. I say, well, how is it getting paid? Is it base plus commission? Is it base plus overtime? So that's very, very important about how we find usable income. Um, you know, that, that we can use. So uh, generally, uh, say you make $20 an hour, you know, you, you do $20 an hour times 40 hours a week times 52 weeks a year divided by 12. You know, so if you get paid bi-weekly, it's 26 pay periods, and that's how we find it. So you know, we'll look at your base pay. If you have overtime or bonus for, for two years, we can use an average. Um, of course, self-employment will do its own calculation, usually a two-year average for that. So basically, you take all, all of your debts you know, divided by your income, and that's how you, you come up with your, 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 your uh, plus your new mortgage payment uh, equals your new debt to income ratio. And you might have heard the terms be, uh, front end and back end. Uh, the front end is your new mortgage payment. That's principal, interest, taxes, insurance, any HOA bill um, for that property uh, that you're buying. Um, and, and that's your front end ratio. Um, usually they, they like to keep that down below, below 31% or so. 
um, but you can go higher in FHA. And then there's the back-end ratio. And then usually that's the ratio that that's ultimately uh, determines what your total debt-to-income ratio is. So that we try to keep that down, down below 50. Some FHA loans, you know, I, I can go into, the, into 55, 56. I've gotten some approvals. All, all depends on other compensating factors. So uh, that, in a nutshell, is the, the debt-to-income ratio. If you want your own uh, personalized analysis, you might, when you talk to me for your own pre-approval analysis, uh, go to DempseyMortgage.com or give me a call. Shoot me a text, uh, 772-618-5058. I'd get your own uh, pre-approval analysis so we can know exactly what your DTI is. I really appreciate uh, I would love the opportunity to help you and your family uh, buy your next home, get you your next refinance. And, uh, again, if you want um, – to learn more about uh, mortgages and the home buying process in general, go ahead and subscribe to my channel, ring that bell so you don't miss anything. Thank you so much for watching, and I'll see you on the next one.